Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, we are High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersysGrowRoot.com. How is everybody? I, I am Mackie from the UK. How are you doing, Zian? You good? Yeah, all good. Where are yeah, you from, Zian? I'm, I'm from the UK. Not <laughs> strangely enough. Oh, no way. You, you can tell by your accent, I think. Yes, not far away from Mackie. Yeah. What are you saying, GB? Hello. How's it going, folks? Greenbeard here, as usual, from Ireland. Nice. And we've got Marge here today. That's right. Hi, everyone. Marge from Canada. That's right. But where have you been, Marge? Where have you been? I, I was in California, Humboldt, California, to be specific. It was amazing. Wow. In the Emerald Mecca Triangle and shit, you know? Yeah. That must have been awesome. And what's TG yeah. saying? TG is cold because his furnace bucket broke, but... No! He's okay because <laughs> they got heaters and... <laughs> Trimming some weed live from Treaty Six territory, aka Saskatoon. I always hi, hi. And then we have Monkey as well. What's up, Monkey? Oh, not much, man. Beautiful day down here in the southeast US. Hope everybody else is high on homegrown because I know I am. I am pretty stoned. Pretty Bonds yeah, gives us a seven out there. of ten at best, but that's a pretty good rating there, Billy. Thank you very much. But speaking well, of ratings rating and up, reviews. Billy. You know, we'll come to a, a little section about reviews and ratings later on after the Ooh. news. Well, when we come to the forum news, we're going to tell you about some stuff. So hang in there. Listen to that. It's shocking. It's shocking. You will be absolutely shocked. Uh, yeah, so let's go through what we're going to go through tonight as well. We've got the cannabis news, as we usually do, some strange stories from around the world. And then we have a strain of the week. We're going to take a look at Dutch Passion's THC Victory, which is a strain that has a, a pretty high portion of THCV. We're going to have a look and see if it's worth the £50 that they want per seed. It's 70 Canadian, you said it was, TG. Yeah, roughly translates. And that's the cheap one if you buy 10 seeds. Right, so, yeah. yeah that's yeah. expensive stuff. Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? Yeah, we'll have a look and find out. Then for the grow guys, we're going to talk about... Last week, we answered a listener question about micro tea. So this week, we're going to talk about how to actually make it, what kind of compost is best to use to make it, and how to use it, and what is good for things like that. We're going to go, go into how to make it and apply it to your cannabis plants, right? Yes, I think so. That's the plan, right? As far as I understand yeah. it, yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll try anyway, everybody. We'll try. <laughs> uh, and then the, in, the interview this week, we've got Phil Monk back on the show. We spoke to him uh, yesterday, and it was his birthday yesterday as well. So quick shout out to Phil. And happy, happy birthday Phil. for yesterday. I hope you had a good day, mate. He'll be out there listening somewhere, I'm sure. But he is the head of We The Undersigned. And you might have heard back in the interview when we had him on the show what We The Undersigned was all about. But unfortunately, he's been trolled like fuck by some people online. And he's, the page has been shut down. He tried to start up another one and that got shut down. So he can't put in all the effort anymore to keep the thing running. So he's going to end his time with the WTU, unfortunately. And oh, we're going to find out all about it, why, how it happened, and what he plans to do in the future. Because it's not the end for him. He's still going to do more. But yeah, just not with the WTU. He's going to do some other things. But we'll, we'll find out all about that in the interview section. Uh, what else do we have? We have the listener mail section. We've got a couple of questions from the listener mail. Not many this week, though, so it won't go on for very long. Uh, but, you know, if you've got questions you'd like to ask us, then drop it in the chat. And if you're listening after the show's gone live, then send us an email at highandhomegrown at gmail.com. And send us questions there. Sweet. So that's about it. Hit the like button. Subscribe. 
I know there's new people out there listening, so hit that subscribe button. Very cool. Join the mailing list if you haven't done that already. We're going to send out some uh, some important news coming up soon in the mailing list, so make sure you signed up. Then we have Patreon if you want to become a patron. Blah, blah, blah. That's the end of all the YouTube spiel. Then we have the cannabis news next. Let's do it. Cannabis news and events from highandhomegrown.com. It's good. Very fancy, man. Yes. Yes. I aim to impress. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, same as shit, we've got some news from around the world this week. Who wants to go first? Anybody want to jump in there? Sure. Um, let's, oh. start. We start right here, I think. Yeah. Monkey, monkey, you go for it. <laughs> sure. Let's take a look. Everybody <laughs> jumping in this week. Sometimes got to wait for like 50 <laughs> seconds before we go, okay, I think I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> monkey, what are you saying? Right at the same time. Uh, from Denver, uh, the Denver Post uh, in Colorado, medical marijuana laws in Colorado will be, will be more strict starting January 1st. Uh, they started looking this year at some uh, some of the original legislation that, that started up with medical marijuana in 2012 in Colorado, and uh, they were listening to testi- testifi- uh, testimony. I can't even speak this. I think this Bruce Banner's got me. Kind of, uh, <laughs> this testification. <laughs> they, they, they listened to testimony from, from patients that were referring to uh, situations of, of heavy nausea, in, in extremely bad situations that were coming out of the use of, of medical marijuana in the form of concentrates is where they were looking at here. The way the law was written in, in a Colorado originally is that a medical patient with, with a valid medical card could buy up to 40 grams in one, at one time of either shatter or wax, which at the time were the most potent uh, concentrates that you could get. And mm-hmm. they found that that was encouraging people to use a little bit more than they needed to. So they said, they went back down and they listened to the testimony of people talking about the extreme nausea, the vomiting, the disorientation and completely debilitating situations. And they set new limits out here now. So basically what they're saying now is that you can go out and you can buy eight grams. Whoa, that's a massive reduction. Yeah, but what they're doing, they also are allowing some some uh, exceptions for people that have to travel far to get their medications. Right. So if, if you live far out from a dispensary and you can prove it's a hardship for you, you can still buy your regular amount of concentrates. But people living close by dispensary, they're just trying to prevent people from binging so much. Now, they didn't say this, but I also kind of got the idea that they may just may be trying to concentrate uh, to uh, corral a little bit of the black market because if i can go out and buy 40 grams a day of of heavy concentrates that's a lot of money that can be funneled into other areas and i can't not understand why any medical patient needs 40 grams a day yeah it's a lot man especially when you come into high concentrates like that that's a lot of shit yeah some of those concentrates that we're talking about we're looking you were looking at 85 to 90 percent thc concentrations and mm-hmm. some of those some usually the, the shatters you're looking my 50s 60s 70s but some of them can get pretty pretty intense in there mm-hmm. so i think you know the issue is here is just trying to control this stuff now they also uh have accepted 18 year olds into the program at this time if you're 18 years old you can apply into the into the colorado medical marijuana program and get marijuana with a medical card at age 18 which Whoa. i think is 
good thing because you have to let younger adults have me medication. If it's, if it's recommended by a doctor and it's being done responsibly, mm -hmm. that's a good thing, actually. Yeah, for sure. Now, they're also allowing now this the strange thing was because of marijuana and federal laws. Originally, you could not have marijuana anywhere around schools. But of course, we know that that marijuana is highly effective for epilepsy. And we had children in schools that needed this medication. So for a long time, your parents would have to come and pick the child up from school, put him in their car and literally drive them around the block and get them that given their oil and put them drive them back to school and put them back in school. So now they're allowing the students to actually bring in medication and keep it at school and have it administered by the school nurse. Cool. So we're getting some progress here. Mm -hmm. And I think what Colorado's trying to do is get what they were looking at as a maybe an imperfect medical program to try and maybe fine tune it a little bit. So they're, they're clamping it a little bit, but I don't think in my opinion that it's really going to ruin the program. Yeah, I mean, eight grams is still a lot. You know, and it's a massive reduction from 40, but 40 grams is a lot per day as well. It's like shit, man. That, yeah, it's a bit much. I don't think there should still be restrictions on it at all. There's no restrictions on how much vodka somebody can buy. So why should there be restrictions on the amount of cannabis extract people can buy? Well, you know, when I read the article, the article was written pretty, pretty persuasive. And it kind of made me think like, well, maybe you're trying to protect people from themselves. But when you put it that way, why aren't we protecting people from going in buying multiple cases of whiskey at one mm -hmm. time? Mm -hmm. Anybody can do Mm -hmm. uh, literally, if I have enough money, I can go fill up the back you know, of a truck and store. And the, the, they're talking about the cannabis making them feel queasy and, you know, disorientated. Buying alcohol and drinking all that shit, that's going to kill you. <laughs> that will I end your life. <laughs> but I still carry on. Carry on. I absolutely thought about the same thing when I read this article, Matthew, going like, well, yeah, if, I, if you're buying and drinking so much, you're going to have, uh, you'll be nausea. You'll you'll be you know, completely um, dysfunctional. You mm -hmm. won't be able to with life you won't have any appetite yeah alcohol will do the same thing to you so yeah maybe good good idea maybe colorado goes back and looks at alcohol now yeah that wouldn't be a bad idea but... <laughs> yeah of course i'm saying that tongue-in-cheek i don't nobody wants that to happen but you know it, it kind of it would make sense oh yeah you could die sorry to think that you could die it depends on how hardcore you are yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know yeah this. i know yeah because this is the thing as well extracts are like ridiculous money per gram you're buying 40 grams a day that's got to be a couple of g's right uh let's see i've bought it would be really expensive yeah i bought uh, extract i bought i'm trying to remember i bought wax in i think it was trinidad colorado and this was early on and i think i paid 30 dollars a gram yeah it's expensive shit yeah actually that was pretty cheap i thought you know i was expecting to pay twice three times mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. gram of how much is it out your way tg I'm just checking here on um, signing into my medical thing. But last I saw, like there, I've seen up to $100 a gram. It's like 50, $55.99 for a half gram kind of shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's on the wreck market, mind you. But yeah. uh, still, I mean, even at $30 a gram, who's buying 40, that's four times, 40 times 30, like $700 a transaction a day? Like, yeah, yeah. Who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> i when I read that, <laughs> what I was saying is like, yeah, six, if that was the case, 40 is a little bit high. Yeah, it's maybe. just Snoop Dogg popping up in for his fucking well, morning coffee, yes. bro. That's right. Yeah, blue, ours are 62.49 a gram, 59.99 a gram, yeah. uh, 35.99 half gram. That's what I would pay if I ordered right now. So, yeah, yeah. it's expensive. Jeez. 
That's I think well. they just try and originally it sounded like Colorado was going to try and do basically what we were all talking about is basically they want to just make it legal. We'll, we'll watch the market and, you know, but, but they've been clamping down slowly, but surely on the market, making some tightening it up in some areas that were, were loose and things like that. I don't, I don't think that they've ruined their market yet, but I guess the potential. Is I don't think it's too much of a restriction. So I think it should still be okay. But when alcohol doesn't have a restriction, maybe should kind of. Yeah, that, that's where I have a problem. You know, I get flyers in the mail all the time from Sobeys Liquor, like mm -hmm. fucking booze all in my face. And the, the weed companies can't even put a picture of a weed leaf on their fucking, you know, their door. Yep. At their uh, building. Yeah. So Advertising like, for our medical marijuana strictly mm -hmm. forbidden and stuff like that. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, and oh, the other thing is they decided they want have, they have to put a disclaimer about the size they described the the, the uh, verbiage be, by being the size of your fingernail some kind of verbiage basically saying that, that it can be uh uh created dependence or psychological dependence something like that if use of this continued well, use of the substance. so they're going to put a warning alcohol and cigarettes yes right yeah, well, you know the, the there on those so they're going to they're put the warding on weed I don't that's have fair enough that's fair enough Oh, well, we don't, don't ask for any, board, you know, we don't want any special rules whatsoever. We yeah. want to be treated the same. That That's exactly. all we ask. That's all. You know, treat us the same. We don't mind having packaging saying this shit will fucking cause damage to your lungs and shit. Fine, man. Put that shit on it. That's cool. Just let us have it. But it doesn't, though. That's yeah. kind of the bullshit about that. <laughs> well, we've got some news related to that, actually. Who has that news? The, uh, no, that's Marge with the heart attack. Yeah, but yes. Yes, I'll get into that right now. Yeah. So this is from heart.org, which I think has to do with the American Heart, Asso Heart Association. And it's entitled, Cannabis Use Disorder May Be Linked to Growing Number of Heart Attacks in Younger Adults. So oh. this article, I know, another one of those ones. Um, at a time of increasing legalization of marijuana, a growing number of people under 50 diagnosed with cannabis use disorder were later hospitalized for a heart attack, new research is found. Now I love how they put new research is found because it also says that the results are considered preliminary until published in a peer reviewed journal. Mm -hmm. So Bullshit, yeah, right? Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> if you go through the article too, it doesn't say anything. Like they're looking at people, like people of certain age groups, especially in 2018, I think in 2019, I think the dates were where people were hospitalized for a heart attack but it doesn't say anything about whether there were any pre-existing health conditions, yeah, exactly. if they were using other drugs, how much they were using, what, if they were, maybe they were smoking 40 grams of concentrate in a day. Like none of that stuff was actually mentioned in this study. So they also do admit that it's an observer observational study. Um, mm. So it's sort of like, I feel like it's one of those articles that's just sort of trying to create alarm where there really isn't any but yet. this this is what this is why i pointed this article out is because last week we did another one which was a uh, pregnant women there's more pregnant women with cannabis use disorder and it seems as if the, this cannabis use disorder is making its way into the news a little bit right now you're seeing it the term come up quite a bit so i think because the, yeah. it's another it's another tool that they're trying to invent mm -hmm. to try to keep prohibition in exactly mm -hmm. yep no you're totally right i'm just trying to find the part where it says oh the uh, cannabis use disorder is defined as excessive chronic use of marijuana with symptoms of dependence <laughs> inability to control use and impairment in social functioning so Jesus. i say 
we're almost Thanks. all there, except we're still so, uh, functioning socially. So I think we're all good. But <laughs> these fucking studies, sorry to get mad. These get so mad, TG. Tell them. I love it. Listen, <laughs> go what do the it. fuck am I supposed to do? I have a cannabis use disorder, apparently, because otherwise I'd want to kill myself every fucking day because I'd have nausea and all that. Like, I'm fucking livid at this shit because it's exactly mm -hmm. like GB said. It's brief for fucking madness. I guarantee you when it's peer reviewed, they'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, we didn't take into account that these people are fucking king crab fishermen doing the most stressful job in the world. Yep. You know? And mm -hmm. that's why they're having heart attacks because when they go home, they also smoke weed. Oh, Correlation oh, does if you in causation. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's, it's ad hoc ego propter hoc, man. You know, it, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't mention either that if you probably, if you cut them, their blood type would be gravy either. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I know it is it. frustrating because it makes it seem like you know, for the for the certain segment of the population who's just like cannabis is bad, they're gonna read this and be like, "See, I told you so." But again, it doesn't account for a, a huge range of things. Like they're saying, cannabis could cause this or that, but they don't say anything about the people who are. I don't know, eating themselves to death with fast food every day or like whatever the case might be. We do things all the time. Yeah, you know, it's like, I have been like themselves to death. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I've been this cannabis use dependency, whatever the fuck they want to call it, right? I've been like that for like 10, 15 years longer, a stupid mm -hmm. amount of time, right? Let's say that yep. I've had that for that amount of time. If I had alcoholism instead, do you think I'd still be alive right now? No. And if you were, you know, you'd be in shape. So, so it's, it's just not an argument, man. There's no argument they have here. As long as alcohol is legal and doing the damage it's doing, they've got no argument keeping cannabis illegal. They've got fucking I don't know why society is so against using substances, you know? Like, humans have used them ad infinitum since we've been around. And then this Puritan shit comes around and it's like no pleasure, no anything. Just work hard and fucking die, mm -hmm. you know, because life is hard. Why can't we use stuff that's like, even if it is a teeny bit detrimental, I, I admit smoking anything is going to probably damage your lungs. You know, there are benefits to the other stuff, the trichomes, but smoking the plant matter of weed, not mm -hmm. great. But fuck, like, what are we supposed to do here in life? You know, life is but shit. There's, so There's but, also ways you can get around that. Like you can use a, vape, a dry herb vape, you can use edibles, like there's so many yeah, other ways exactly. you can eliminate that problem. And like, it's just like these people, puritanical people are like, oh, this is bad, but it's okay, it's socially acceptable if you want to drink. And we all know that drinking is a lot worse for your cigarettes, whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah. It's just, coffee, sure. it's the same. This weed is yeah. to me is, is about the same as coffee. It's a social thing. Mm -hmm. oh, you drink too much caffeine and you're dead. You know, you drink like 12 bottles of, yeah. red, bottles of Red Bull or something and it will fucking- They make uh, concentrated caffeine, right? Caffeine Which I yeah, have read stuff key. that says, uh, caffeine is the most widely abused drug in the entire world and the only one that we willingly give to children. Mm -hmm. And it's not Nobody controlled. Nobody says anything about well. that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. sugar, sugar as well. Oh, sugar too. Yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah. that's a, that's yeah. a Sorry, infuriating news story. You got these studies that are always so quick to come out and be like, look at this study when it's detrimental, but no studies ever come out and be like, look at this study when it shows kids suffering with epilepsy having their lives changed by this shit. Yeah, yeah. They always need American, more studies. You know, you think oh, the American Heart Association is going to come out with their updated article when when the peer-reviewed studies don't have this bad correlation? No, nope. they'll just ignore it. So yeah. that is a frustrating thing is the bias in this type of yeah. I demand an apology for Mary Jane. 
you shaky bastards. You know, and I'm fully <laughs> willing to like admit or believe something that's true, but just don't fucking like skew it like that. You know? Don't make up something and say, oh, it's true. It's really mm-hmm. immoral, really, is what it is. Yeah, man. What's GB it's, saying? What are you saying, GB? It, it, you can see from the the hospital perspective that they have been telling you not to smoke that boy smoke and mm-hmm. it's going to give you heart attacks and give you lung cancer and everything. And there's, there's, but, but then when they're saying, Oh, but it's okay to smoke weed. And they did. It's like, if they just, if they're not able to get over that bridge, do you know what I mean? To say mm-hmm. like, Oh, well it's not going to kill you. It's not as, it's not the same as smoking cigarettes. Yeah, eventually they'll get there, but they need to stop being so short-sighted at first. But they've they've said it for so long and they've beaded the drum so long. It's like the same with the politicians that we have in your country and in my country. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they've said that it is horrendous and it's bad for you and it's going to be the end of all society and everything for so long. They just don't know where to turn around to go, okay, it's actually all right. You just can't do it and we have been yeah. wrong this whole time. But they they all... Yeah, they all die off eventually and get replaced by new people, you know. And they will. And 20 that years it changed. Goes into what my new story Sweet. could be. Segway. It is a change of government, which is gonna be good. So my new story comes from Bloomberg. And we all know Bloomberg is the home of politics and stocks and all that bullshit. So what they say <laughs> has to be kind of on the money. So yeah, they say that Germany. This next coalition needs a deal for legalizing cannabis across the board for recreational and everything. Nice. And German yes, cannabis probably could be good too. They don't mm-hmm. fuck No, they don't. But as we will get further down in the article, you will hear the players that are involved in it. So you might take that back, TG. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, so, like so we'll say that the negotiators, as they say, is for the the looks like the new coalition that's going to be made up of the Social Democrats, the Greens, and uh, another party, which I cannot think of. Uh, Free the Democrats, FPD. is it? Yeah, the FPD party. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're looking like they are going to bring in a bill as such that is going to legalise cannabis. Now, the people, they've got the, the talks from people who are associated with it, but nobody will actually come out and say, yeah, this is kind of going ahead. Mm. Um, it, it looks it looks likely because Angela Merkel's Christian Democrats have been in power since 2005. And they're... Damn, wow, and, fucking yeah. that's a long time, isn't it? That, and Christian she's Democrats. Oh, yeah, I never, t- I always thought she was a social democrat. When I was reading the article, it brought me to a meme of a Christian church that said, this amount of cannabis will kill your child. And it was like a nog that was like not even the size of my fucking baby nail. But ridiculous. they could choke on it, bro. To be fair, if they swallowed that hole and it was dry, it's not going down the throat properly, they could easily oh, choke on it. Oh, man, a fucking peanut was bigger than it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, if they injected that into their blood, it would mm-hmm, kill them. Mm-hmm. Especially sure. if there was an air bubble in the syringe and shit as well, because it wasn't prepared. Yeah. But you know, man, it's dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So, as they're saying, the move, the, the reason why they're looking, or why they, they think this, is because of the projective, the projected market, sorry, is going to be like 3.2 billion euros. Oof. You know, for 2025. And that's up from the 403 millions at the end of this year. So that is a big chunk of change. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure the Germans are looking at going, 
we are struggling at the minute and we need some fucking do re me. Let's agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a good thing because you know what happens in Germany is going to follow suit kind of along yeah, the rest yeah. of you. They're a big player in Europe, man. It'll they are a massive move. player. Things are changing. Oh. You know, the game's changing, man. I know it there's is. always a lot of bad news, but there's good news out there as well. All this news is coming from, from the foot of Tilray and Cureleaf Holdings that already have oh, a, big, no. a big foot in Europe's <laughs> door. So, yeah, Teach, this is the... This oh, is you're going to pull it back. You, know, you have summoned the demon. <laughs> and we have... Yeah. Aurora is in here and oh, Canopy. Yeah, yeah, all the Canadian players. They're not yeah. fucking making any money. They collectively have lost like $39 billion in the last yeah. three years in Canada. So they're like, well, mm. we'll go lose money somewhere. Canadians yeah. aren't very mm. We're going to go buck off. Yeah. That, but that's why they've lost so much money is because they didn't focus on the market here where it's been legal for three years. They've already, they were eyeing Germany three years ago and spending all this money, which is great, I guess. But they don't make money like fuck and they make shitty they don't but do you know when they're looking at it and they're trying to to push the the problem i see when they're coming in it's going to end up like what you see in the uk now at the minute with moldy weed coming out of certain places and what you have in the likes of in paris of canada where you can have weed but you can only smoke our low quality weed yep so like it is great it's great for for to see um legalization of recreation and stuff but the main thing is what is the provisions for home growing all of these things because they never ever speak about it the conglomerate lps don't have any interest in producing like good weed they just want to produce weed so then people because people will buy it like of course it's yeah people have to understand medicine to some people you know but yeah that aspect is is bullshit so yeah what is the home grow was there anything about that or it doesn't say anything at all about it. All it talks about is that the the opinion and of what the the projected costs or profits is going to be, and further on down, it talks about the percentages. Now, it does say that in Germany, the opinion has shifted towards legalization, and that it has gone up to forty nine percent compared to forty six who are still opposed to it. And it's the first time since two thousand and fourteen that more people are in favor then um, against. So it is looking likely in Germany because, again, they're looking at the round the world. They're seeing the money that's coming in and they're seeing mm-hmm. that, that there's already yeah. so many com- companies in Canada, or not Canada, in Germany, that make grow tents and make grow lights and make everything that are already to do with the industry. They're, it's already there, you know? Yeah. In Germany, they make, like I said, like stores in Bickel. Everybody knows them. They're yeah. legendary mm-hmm. from Germany and still, for like the last 20 years you know um, and german quality is, is notorious for good so i hope that translates you know maybe having aurora germany run by german people will be much better than the shit that they try and pull over here well we should move on to the next story because uh we still got a couple more to get through zn's got one seeing what you're saying bro yeah this is this is a back to the uk one and um, it seems hmrc have been busy after covid um during it's not over yet well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, it depends who you talk to, really. Um, they're searching an, an industrial estate in Bolton. Uh, this news comes directly from Greater Manchester Police and is on their website. They are mm-hmm. so chuffed. I don't, know what, I don't know why, because they never managed to arrest anybody. Anyway, 
No way, uh, really. They, oh, <laughs> they raided an industrial estate on in Bolton on Tuesday, where they discovered large quantities of alcohol and five stills. Uh, red diesel was also seized, along with two cars and an industrial-sized container full of the fuel. Fucking hell, might as well go all in, ain't it? You know? no, well, <laughs> they're not finished yet. HMRC also alerted colleagues in Greater Manchester Police after they discovered more than 1,000 cannabis plants at the site. Whoa! Um, they, found, <laughs> they found 12 40-foot tailor, uh, trailers filled with alcohol. 12 40 foot Damn, that's a lot of hooch and this is in the uk this is in bolton in manchester why you need to make shaky shady alcohol in the uk oh it's still ridiculously cheap compared to the alcohol in like the the the, that's taxed yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and the 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 problem is with this right (laughs) it's quite funny they're they're having a little whinge about uh, disrupting criminal traders at the heart of our strategy and clamp down on the illegal illicit market which costs the UK £1 billion per year. Uh, this is theft from the taxpayer. Mm-hmm. Taxpayer? Taxpayer's buying it because he don't want to buy the expensive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So what what, what they got out of this was yeah. five stills, uh, lots of alcohol, lots of red diesel, two cars, no arrests whatsoever because there was nobody in the building. And it says, this is so funny, <laughs> this is an excellent example of how we work with partners. This is coming from Greater Manchester Police. We work with partners like HMRC to tackle crime across the region. And then underneath, investigations are continuing and no arrests have been made. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent example, Greater oh, Manchester sake, Police. Man. Well done. But the weed looks all <sighs> nice. The weed, I, 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 I'm guessing that's a picture of the actual weed that was confiscated. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, and the buds look really good. Mm. There you go. So there's the market for booze. Who'd have thought? You know, it's legal. Why would anybody exactly need to buy illegal booze anymore? I wonder if that will happen with the cannabis market once it's yes, legal. Of course, it fucking will. They put too much tax on this shit. Oh, end <laughs> of the day, though. I mean, you're looking at fifteen quid for a decent bottle of vodka, aren't you? I don't know, mate. But for, the, for these guys, they can make it and sell it for like a five for a bowl. I'd like to make my own whiskey. That'd be fun. But I don't know. Distilling shit is not easy work, I think. It is easy. It's yeah, I suppose it's one of them. They make you think it's difficult, so you don't do it. But when you they actually do, do it, it's like, everything. oh, that was fucking easy. Yeah. Like growing weed. Be Literally. There's, 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 the, the only thing about the whiskey is getting the right flipping blend of shit. And the right flipping, uh, like um, mixing the right heads and tails at the end, so you get a perfect blend. Heads and tails. Mm-hmm. That's where we. That's what we call the first and the last part in distillation, too. Yeah, you really want to throw off. You want to throw off the highs. You want you want the hearts in the tails mostly, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, distillation of cannabinoids—they've just ripped that off from alcohol. I don't yeah. know. That. Pretty much, yeah. So then we have one more from TG, one more news story. Yeah, I'll go quick through mine because it's, it's a pretty good one. Well, potentially a good one. It's from marijuanamoment.net, um, and it's about Sleepy Joe Biden. Remember him? Why <laughs> <laughs> so do you have Biden... to refer him to him like that and make people angry, TG? Well, you have to do that. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that weed, that weed strain, Sleepy Joe Sleepy Joe OG or some fucking thing. Somebody came out. It's fucking hilarious. Anyway, 
Um, Biden's FDA pick prescribed cannabinoid medicine and recognized marijuana's therapeutic potential is the uh, title. And a bit, essentially, the article uh, goes on to talk about Biden's new um, nominate or uh, the person he intends to nominate for the new Food and Drug Administration Commissioner, Robert Califf. Um, in 2016, federally hosted at a federally hosted research summit on cannabis, he uh, publicly recognized various therapeutic applications for the plant and its components and emphasized that the agency is interested in promoting research and development. Mm. So um, the article kind of goes on to say that basically we need more companies doing research and development, like good research and development to, uh, to be able to, you know, make educated decisions on and policy decisions on the plant and, and, and uh, stuff like that. So I guess it's good because, uh, I mean, he's willing to just even entertain it. Previous, you know, they, they don't even want to hear about this shit, but now he's, he's actually encouraged it in the past. And, and it sounds like, especially with the way things are going, um, mm -hmm. it's going to continue to be encouraged. So um, yeah, that's a, that's only a good thing. More high level officials on yeah. board. Well, let's hope so because it's usually a uh, rule for thee, but not for me, you know, so they yeah, can have true. it, but you can't have it. We'll see what happens, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not rare for politicians to, when they suddenly get into a powerful office, to be like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. What, what is kind what is of <laughs> Never touch the stuff. But you want to, I, I didn't even inhale. It's going to be one of them. Yeah. We'll yeah see. Well, I mean, hopefully. It's, it's getting more and more like you look like a fucking asshole to oppose it, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So hopefully that has finally shifted to the other side now where it's. Yeah. You know, Okay, Times are definitely changing, man. Things are getting yeah. better. Just we seem to have more steps forward than steps backwards nowadays. I think we're heading in the right direction. Yeah. But then we have some forum news which we'd like to get to. Uh, Phil Monk's birthday. We'll mention again. Happy, happy birthday, Phil. We've got the interview with Phil coming up shortly. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for the interview after Grow Guides. Uh, round two of of the Squid Game. Everybody's out there making honeycomb and shit. Sterling mm -hmm. effort from everybody who has entered, man. That, that's very impressed with everybody's culinary skills. No, no, definitely not. No, <laughs> but they, they did it. They did it. It's nice, man. It's good to see people do something, you know, outside of the forum, something different and bring it in. Yeah. Who ate theirs, man? Let us know in the comments if you ate your honeycomb. It's good. <laughs> Thanks, God, I did not eat the puck of sugar. <laughs> right now, everybody listening, right? Everybody listening right now on the live show. On the downloads talking to you you that's right you need to go over to Percy's and make sure you have entered the rock paper scissors tournament you need 10 posts to enter but it's only going to take you what 10 minutes to get 10 posts it won't take you long and then you can enter the competition and take part in this year's rock paper scissors tournament and there's a shitload of prizes going out the barney's farm care package arrived and there's pictures of it up on the on in the thread actually so you can see what the potential prizes are so, stuff in package, man. You know what I'm saying? And everybody yeah. wants to win some. So go over to Percy's if you haven't already and sign up and enter the rock, paper, scissors. Everybody's welcome. We want all of our listeners to get over there and be involved in this company. It's going to be fucking fun. So do it. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But that, that, the Squid Games one is awesome as well. The uh, yeah. first the, round was vicious, though, man. Mm, <laughs> savagery. And there's more savagery coming. So stay tuned for that, too. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, the High on Homegrown website, highonhomegrown.com, is coming on very nicely. Lots of work being done. And uh, front page is already in shit now, so you can head over there and listen to episodes straight from the website without having to download anything. 
So check that out. It's super cool. Anything else on the forum news? Oh, yeah. Yes. There's something we need to discuss, everybody. We have, we have had hate oh. mail. <laughs> well, his person's just hate full of spam posts. <laughs> yeah. Hate mail. Hate mail is what we're calling it. This savage. But, um, there's lots of different podcast networks out there, and we always ask you guys to go out and leave reviews on the podcast. And it's important that you do it because of these reasons, right? On Castbox, which is one of the many podcast networks where people can download our show from, somebody left this review. It was spotted by Jason Dunn. Shout out to Jason. Thanks for pointing this out to us, mate. Because uh, we're going to have to, I don't know, try and take it down or have more people comment on it to balance it out because this is a bad review. Here we go, everybody. And I quote, everything about this channel and the gay Jewish bullshit you low-functioning tossers shit out is everything that is wrong with humanity. And what with only gay in village that has to tell everyone about his husband, oh, so woke, so desperate for attention, I just want you to know you remind me of a dog that eats its own vomit. Brilliant. Signed by your old kid. You know, it's like one, if he is the only gay in the village, right, then he wouldn't talk about his husband because his husband is also gay and he lives in the same village, obviously. So there's at least two gays, at least two in GB's village. And that right, GB. So, yes, GB. That is very right. <laughs> I have to say, um, <laughs> to be quite honest, he can go fuck himself. Indeed, mate. And he can go suck a cock. For <laughs> no, 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 I was actually quite, quite impressed with um, yeah. the fact it was my first bit of hate mail. It's so, been a while, or, like or, long time too, mate. You know, it's yeah, good. It's a long time. So, James Hyatt, you dickhead, you are <laughs> going to be printed out and up on my wall with lovely little love hearts around it. <laughs> I, know. So, I mean, yes. we don't have any bad comments on the show or anything like that. This is the first one which we know of. So it, we, this is why we need everybody to go out there and comment on as many of our podcast networks. If you like the show, then go out there and let everybody know because there's plenty of people out there who don't like the show who are definitely willing to let everybody know. And it's a battle that we have to fight, you know. So balance out this bad karma this motherfucker is trying to send at us. By going over to Castbox, search for High on Homegrown, find us our uh, find our channel, and just leave some good reviews on there. Do it on iTunes and Spotify. I mean, if you spent just half an hour, you could do Spotify, iTunes, Google, but you know a few of them, and that would like massively support the show if you did that. There you go. You know, I wonder about people like this. I wonder what kind of shit fucking life they're living that they're just like it, it makes them happy or whatever the fuck reason to click that post button mm -hmm. yeah but fuck you we don't we don't want people like that listening to the show anyway why would you do this? you know that's my question you know what i'm saying why why i don't watch shit that i don't like i go do fuck something is. else you know what i'm saying we, we like our listeners because they like us yes. he obviously Sorry. listens to the show quite a lot though Maybe because he, men he, he mentions that oh, but we had a theory about this we had the theory right because this is what happened right the guy listened to the show for a few times and he's enjoying it, loving the show. And his favorite character is GB, right? He's like, oh, this GB guy is so funny. He's always so witty. He says funny things. And then like three episodes in, he finds out that GB is gay and has yeah. a husband. Yeah. Now, this guy, he's a closet homosexual, too afraid to come out the fucking closet. 
So then he's freaked out. Oh, no, no, I liked that gay guy. Needed to oh, leave a, a fucking mean comment about it and shit because he feels so yeah. abused. That's what happened. That, that's the that's attack. a good theory, man. Mm-hmm. That is a good theory. <laughs> I agree. But, you know, we don't deal with that shit here at Percy's and, and on High and Homegrown. Man, as long as you're a stoner, you are welcome here. But if you are a dickhead, you will not last long. Yeah. Billy and Husky will get you pretty quick. You know, yeah, it doesn't sound like a stoner. That's it, mate. It doesn't sound like a stoner. No, no stoner's gonna write shit like that. So fuck him. Surely you can get that taken down because of hate speech. Maybe um uh Jason, Jason did report it for hate speech <laughs> over there. You so, know it, green tea. <laughs> you know, and just in case anybody wasn't aware, GB is a homosexual, he's a gay oh, no. man. Really? Yes. Fucking is, is he? And in fairness, I am normally like the most oh my God, no. gay person ever. You know, <laughs> you know, like people that actually have met me. I don't know, mate. World. You said some stuff on them early episodes. Maybe that's what it was. Remember that one? No, I think I took oh, that shit out. Remember know. that one line you said? You know, <laughs> don't say yeah. it again. Yeah. You know which one I mean. Uh, we all know. I won't say it. I won't say it. Mike's guys. That was called my cup. shit. Well, we should. Yeah. So that's the news. Now everybody just. One more time, and if you can just spare 20 minutes, half an hour to go around these different podcasting networks and, and tell leave, them all the wankers. <laughs> yeah, tell that guy is a prick and tell everybody else if you enjoy the show or not. You know, I don't know, make some jokes, whatever. Just make it fun. You know, we like the fun shit, but just five stars. That's all we want. Five stars. Do it. it, it it'll make a big difference. Comments and then agree. these haters get flushed out and shit, you know. Sorry, Marge, what you say? I was just saying the comments everyone's writing right now in the chats are pretty great. Yes. There Can we go. react to this? Oh, this we, we know our we know our group are cool. That's yeah. right. And man. I love all you too, peoples. Indeed. You, know? you, you you're all fucking awesome. Everybody comes here every week and we have this session. You know, this is our community, and we got that guy standing over there, just I don't know, drunken, shouting strange things. And we should all just point and laugh at him and go back to what we're doing. And that's exactly yeah. what we're doing. Thanks for your ignorant post. We appreciate the entertainment. <laughs> we appreciate your ignorance. <laughs> uh, let's go on to strain of the week, then, everybody. That's all the forum news, right? I think we're done. Good, good. Yeah, I think so. Right, let's go strain of the week. Uh, so, what, what's up then, TG? We're looking at the um, the THC victory from Dutch Passion this week. So we are, yeah. Um, full disclosure: I've never actually grown this strain. Mm-hmm. So, and nor have I, I don't think anybody tea. has, mate, because it's 50 pounds. No, no, that fucking price tag, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's expensive. Shit. I, eh? Yeah, it's a pricey one, mate. 50 pounds a seed. Ooh. Yeah, it's three seeds. Are you going to one of these? Uh, uh, I'm going to ask you. I suspect it's like I say because it's rare and they're one of the only companies probably that has a high THC or a Tetrahydrocannabivarin is mm-hmm. actually what THCV stands for. It's a new, or not a new, but new to most people, uh, cannabinoid. Yeah. It's got a pretty high percentage, right? What is it, like 8%, 8, 9% THC? Yeah, yeah. Something that's what they say. Equally THC and THCV. So it's a one-to-one THC to THCV. Mm. But yeah, 8, eight to 8, 6 to 8, they say. Um, supposed to be real citrusy. And uh, it, it looks really nice, just the picture, because that's all I really have to go on, or that's all we have to go on. Yeah, they look yeah. good, um, fuzzy kind of buds, but um, I, I'm super interested, you know, to give all these kind of novel cuts a, a go. Seems to be a new thing, doesn't it? These uh, new cannabinoid strains are coming up. Some have got more CBG, and that's coming up as well. People are looking into that more. Yeah, sure. That's a good one. 
Yeah, but uh, somebody asked there in chat, I think it was Chilbert, was it Chilbert saying, so who thinks they're worth £50 a bean? I think they are, mate. I think with the research that's gone in its early days, still yet, and these seed banks then breeders, they have to put a lot of time, a lot of space, a lot of energy, a lot of manpower into bringing these strains out and refining that THCV trait and bringing it into the next strain. And, you know, it takes a lot of work. So I think initially, if it's going to Dutch Passion and they are the guys who put the work in for this seed, then they deserve the £50. And you, you can plant the seed and take cuts from it and shit, you know, and you can make some, some of your own beans from that if you wanted to. There's things you can do with it. You don't have to just grow it out and get one ounce off it. You know, yeah. you can yeah, do a lot with things. But I do see the point yeah. where you could pay, spend 55 quid and then all of a sudden you you have a male. Are you they rigs, are like, they? I would assume um, and that's what I'd be afraid of that like you go oh yeah right I'm gonna I'll take a chance but boy, we're getting three it'll be worth it, it. I, yeah. I might even get a male and be, like people well, make seeds and then, then you go, make a oh, bunch more seeds boys. Mm-hmm. but that's what I mean but, yeah. and then you could just go oh fuck I've three fucking boys <laughs> That'd be yeah well there is that potential yeah that's not it it doesn't well, say anywhere actually if they're regulars or not but being that they're new I would assume so but I'm going to give a shout out to Dutch Passion because Dutch Passion are sponsors of Percy's now and they're sending us a nice uh, a bunch of seeds and shit for some comps. Oh. So I'm going to message Tony and be like, yo, you, you send us some of them and I'll pass them out to some of the best growers at Percy's so we can see a diary of it. Because that's why on a smoke report, man. That's what you yeah, want to yeah. see. You know? Uh, I'm just... Yeah. They have a, a link on their on their page there for the... Uh, you can click. It's a kind of a looking a certificate of analysis from Sativa... Sativa analysis, Assessoria analytica de cannabis. I think the Spanish, mm. uh, Spanish lab probably did this analysis. But again, I have no idea what that lab is. And being in Canada, we have access to tons of labs. So yeah, I'd love to like grow this and test it to see if it is truly the one to one with this THCV. It's interesting sure. shit, man. What, what do you think, March? Have you got any THC uh, strains in your coffee shop in your dispensary? Not that I've seen yet, no. no. Although who knows what happened the last week I was away, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it changes that quick sometimes, right? Yeah, it can. But no, I have not that I can recall. I mean, we are seeing some CDN stuff on the market, but it's not mm. really in weed. It's more like tinctures and drinks and that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Do you know why that is? No. 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 Oh. oh, sorry, it was a rhetorical question, kind of. Oh, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> because con- well, it was implying that. Because the whole thing about CBN is that THC converts to CBN over time. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like that, but yeah. Yeah, and then people assume that like old flour is full of CBN, but that's not true because you have to actually do some serious chemical processing to yeah. actually make enough. It goes from CBD to THC8 or THC uh, delta 8 THC, and then delta 8 turns into CBN. But you have to really treat it with some shit to get mm-hmm. the capacity that's really economical. So any CBN on the market is actually not from flour per se. It's from uh, chemical processes from CBD isolate. Oh, I see. Which would make sense why it's only in tinctures and drinks and stuff at the moment. Exactly, yep. You'll never find it in flour. Interesting, man. All these cannabinoids are making a rise now. Over the next year, we're going to see a lot of them coming out. A lot of strange with these higher cannabinoid profiles, man. It's going to be interesting to see what they can do. Yeah, I, I would definitely want to try this uh, THC victory. It's definitely on my list, man. If I can get beans for that, I'd pop them today. Get that shit on. So we'll yeah. see. You know, if anybody out there is growing it or want to grow it, and they get themselves some seeds, man, start 
diary over at Percy's because you want to see how this strain does, how it grows, you know, how easy it is, what it's like at the end and shit to get on it. So we should move on to the grow guides. But don't forget, if you, anybody wants to get some of the THC victories, head over to Dutch Passion and buy some and start diary. Yeah, and yes. give me some too. Yeah, and give us some too. (laughs) That's about it for the strain of the week. And we'll go on to the grow guides and talk about this compost tea thing. Let's do it. So, grow guides. We're going to be talking about the compost tea this week. Because it doesn't really matter in which, which medium you're growing in and shit. You should be making compost tea and giving it to your plants. It's, it's good for them. TG, you know shitloads about this, man. You want to take it away? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of my shit. I, I fucking love compost and compost tea, as you guys probably know. Um, compost is, we should start, before we talk about the tea, um, it's important that, you know, we know what compost is and, you know, uh, there's a couple of different aspects to making compost that is important in making your tea, depending on what you're applying your tea to. Mm-hmm. bacterially dominated compost and or compost tea generally benefits plants like annuals like cannabis is if it's a fungal dominated can or compost or compost tea those preferably uh they they're more beneficial to like arboreous kind of things like trees or perennial plants that uh, come back every year so that's important but ultimately that's pretty like it gets pretty complicated not complicated but it's specific enough that the uh, you just add different shit to your compost pile to encourage both either bacteria or fungal. For most people, when you're throwing your your vegetable scraps and stuff in, it's going to be a bacterial dominated compost, which is what we want. So, assuming that's what we have, assuming we have good quality compost, because that's kind of the key in all of this is good quality compost. Some of the stuff you buy at the store is sterilized; it's been sitting there for too long, frozen, heated. You know, all the a lot of the microbial life is probably dead in it. So and that's that's kind of the point of this whole exercise is a lot of people think compost tea is is for like nutrition and fertilizer and it is in a sense but it's not like a direct fertilizer like you would be using fish emulsion or or your can of a and b type of thing where the plants directly use it you're kind of what you're doing is you're basically making a soup of microbial life um everything from bacteria at the smallest level up to protozoa um, at the larger level and everything between with the nematodes and stuff. Basically, you're creating this food web where the bigger microbes eat the smaller microbes and then they shit out stuff that your plants can use. As well as plants, um, from their roots, they excrete this stuff called root exudates, which the microbes also eat, basically, and then they crap out stuff that your plants can use. Mm-hmm. They're effectively little conversion machines that uh, will convert the non-usable stuff like that comes from like the stuff that i always rage about rock dusts and um even bone meal and stuff you need microbial activity to really activate it properly Mm -hmm. so um yeah basically compost tea you're uh you're providing them a beneficial environment by soaking compost you're knocking off the microbes off of the compost into the water then you take out the solid bits of non-microbial compost anymore which all the microbes you're in your your slurry now and you basically just feed them for about either you know 24 to 48 hours and also oxygenate them because um, you want an- or you want aerobic bacteria that are using oxygen. Anaerobic bacteria tend to be 
detrimental to your plants, like shit like E. coli and just bad plant pathogens. So the more oxygen, the better. Um, so that's what those bubblers are for. You see the air stones or the really intricate ones with the pipes hooked up to a, a pump and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically you're just knocking microbes into a, into your water, feeding said microbes so they can multiply from like, you know, 1 billion of them up to 4 to 5 billion. And then you use that and spray it all over your plants, depending on what you're doing with it. You know, you can use it to reinfuse your medium with microbes. So then they can start doing what I was talking about with the food cycle, you know, eating shit, shooting out stuff for the plants to eat. Or you can spray it directly on your leaves and your foliage to kind of provide them with a defense barrier against harmful pathogens. So And bugs, man. Some it. bugs don't like that shit too. Yeah, exactly. Bugs, um, a lot of stuff. It, it It's a really kind of, I don't want to say cure-all, but like if you use it consistently and effectively, you probably are not going to have very many problems mm-hmm. in that, in your grow. So. And it's so easy to make. And first off, you want to make some good compost. If you can make yeah, your own like, in, the, in the back exactly. garden, in your own compost, that's local microbes that like are from where your plants are. So then microbes 100%. are going to be going to be better for, to keep pathogens off your plant and shit like that. And it's really yeah. easy to make. Monkey, do you want to go into the process of how to make microbe tea? Microbe tea? Uh, <clears throat> I've never really made it. I've seen oh, it. Right, I've right. read okay. the tutorials on it, but other than that, you know, uh, I always use my compost straight up. I don't water it, water it, and water it in. I've always tilled it in in my outdoor stuff. Right. But the, the process of making the micro tea is not that difficult, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, bucket or container. Uh, you want you want your compost, your, your earth castings, whatever you're going to use as your microbe source. You want to put it in in into the bucket. And you fill that bucket with water. Hopefully, it's going to be rainwater or water that's been dechlorid. Uh, that's just going to help your microbes thrive. But it's good to take that soil and put it in like um, a stocking, yeah, well, uh, or a sock way. or something like that to I've stop all the dirt getting everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you can do it that way. Um, either way, yeah. it's kind of it depends upon the quality of the compost, I guess. It, whether it's real chunky stuff or if it's fine stuff, mm. one of those kind of things. You just clog up your pipes when you're spraying otherwise. I find. Yeah, well, it depends how you're using it. You know, if you're just using it to dump on your outdoor garden, then you can probably just not mm-hmm. use a sock, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, like that you said, if you use it in a sprayer, then yeah, probably strain mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it would be, like I said, I'm just kind of an outdoor with compost. I don't use compost tea or any kind of material in, in my cocoa grows. But everything outdoor, yeah, it gets, it gets dosed with it. And for me, it's more like bucket drench. I just drench my soils with it periodically. Yeah, that's what I do out there too. Yeah, but I mean, basically, you, uh, I would use basically a small shovel, like a transplant type shovel, a couple shovelfuls in a five gallon bucket, and I fill it with rainwater. And then uh, I don't have anything fancy. I, I'm, I'm pretty much like TG. I do have a paddle that I use, a broken paddle. And I just always go back to it. It's just a short piece of paddle. I'll throw it in. I'll throw the material in in my bucket, and I'll leave it leave it in the shade of the tree. And pretty much, when I walk by it during the day, I'll hit it, and I'll I'll do that for about a day, and then the next day, I'll get it. and I'll, and it works. <laughs> That's my process of making comp of uh, micro tea. Yeah, man. A good way is to use air stones. Well, you know, we uh, you drop that in the water, and that just keep a constant supply of oxygen getting to the bacteria. And that's what you want. You, you want the aer- aerobic bacteria that likes the oxygen because that's the good shit. So you get the pump on there. You say you leave it for about 24 to 48 hours, TG, right? Yeah, ideally. Um, and during that time, 
you know, you can feed it with different stuff to encourage the different microbes to grow and multiply, which is what the whole point of this exercise is. Molasses is the fucking golden ticket here. Mm -hmm. uh, a few tablespoons of molasses, you know, that's the, the microbes eat that shit up. Into like how much water? Crazy. Uh, well, in your five gallon bucket, I would say. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, you they need to make shit. sure you have that bubbler going. And uh, but yeah, fish hydrosolate, fish emulsion. There's kelp that is great. Seaweed, all that kind of that kind of shit. Good for microbe food. Mm -hmm. um, but not too. Yeah, much 24, 48 hours. Make sure it kind of smells good and earthy. If it smells like shit, uh, probably milk. something went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, we ha we have a question from firetop here and it's about compost he's saying asking what's with the um, compost what consistency are you like using because i'm doing two buckets brown like leaves and paper so on and one bucket green with veg scraps and stuff is there a ratio you guys use i was always under the impression that you should mix the two so i wouldn't be doing two buckets separate i'd put the whole lot into the one and yeah. let it just work down don't do them separate because you need the browns and the greens all together hmm. yeah yeah it's i think it's about a three to one ratio um greens to brown or browns to greens carbon rich to nitrogen rich because if you get too much nitrogen then you get anaerobic conditions and bad bacteria growing and not really proper uh, decomposition um but yeah water air um and then that proper ratio of about three parts brown to one part green is what I kind of go for. Yeah, but yeah, make sure you're turning it and, and aerating it too. That's really important. Let's get one farm, man. That one farm is, is pretty fucking impressive. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Fuck it, man. <laughs> they take up. Vermicompost, totally acceptable and great to use to make compost tea. Mm -hmm. It's like I said before, I had uh, some problems with my organic plants here. And then I've put some photos in some new pots and mixed in some new vermicompost. And they're looking healthy as fuck now. Like, he's saying it's a live compost lads in the garden so i, th I think he'd want to he'd want to mix them together a bit and let it cook up a bit wouldn't he before he uses it as a tea but yeah you gotta leave it for a while if it's fresh yeah. compost you gotta actually let it all break down and shit like that and it takes a while it takes a few months yeah but you know at least you're doing it you can use the stuff at the bottom and things like that you don't want to turn it too much either you just let it do its thing when it's right? done it's, it looks like it's really dark. It smells earthy. It smells really mm -hmm. good. Yeah, it's just smell good, man. Ideally, you like I always uh, sift mine too. I, I have a, a half inch mm -hmm. screen that I that I nailed to a square of uh, two by fours, and then I just you know shake it. It's been it. a couple yeah. of months. Yeah, it looks like dark black soil. Sounds good, man. Get it from yeah, the bottom. Exactly. Scoop it out the bottom there, and it, you know if it smells earthy, you know that. If you go, yeah. mm, that smells like good soil and it's black, that, that's the shit, man. If it's slimy and smells like shit and still has like non-decomposed stuff in it, then not really. Put it back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, man. But that's compost tea. And then you'll spray it on your plants or you can feed it to the medium and shit to put microbes into the medium or onto the plants. And it will just like generally give them a, a lift, man. They're happy yeah. with that. You say you spray it once a week, TG? You can do it as much as you want, honestly. I mean, but yeah, I, I generally generally do it kind of like, well, yeah, I'd say once a week, you know, as a as a soil drench. I don't generally do any foliar treatment. I don't spray anything in my leaves, but uh, you know, you can. Yeah, man. So um, I just 
one a couple of references if people do want to learn a shitload more about this because again we could probably do a whole three-hour show going delving into all the fucking nick nooks and crannies of this the science of this shit mm-hmm. but jeff lowenfels everybody knows him his book yep. teaming with microbes is you know one of the holy trilogy pages 146 to 161 are literally that's the chapter called compost tea read that and you'll know everything go to tim tim wilson's microbeorganics.com read that you'll know everything ted hussey who we've had on the show he has a website gardeningwithmicrobes.com and templegrowing.com which is up and running soon right tg yeah yeah templegrowing.com i don't have any blurbs up there about this yet but fucking rights i will so that'll be eventually so yeah lots of good resources but definitely use this stuff because it's like we said so cheap to make so easy to make and like you know if i can wax prophetic a bit about the carbon fucking thing and the carbon footprint if people are truly fucking uh interested in reducing your carbon footprint composting is one of the best fucking ways to do it Mm -hmm. because like there's so many aspects of of waste transport uh decomposition in the landfill that converts it to methane which is a massive greenhouse gas all this type of shit acidifies the soil it's horrible stuff so if you can like you know turn it into something not only benign but useful like the most one of the most useful gardening things ever then fucking do it yeah man and was it sorry. Again, <laughs> sorry marge can you give me the name of that book again that you're talking about just now the book yeah oh yeah Jeff Lowe teaming fans. with microbes. Yeah, he's got three teaming with, teaming with nutrients and teaming with fungi. He's got a whole series which you can buy. Yeah. On, well, you know, all good bookstores and check it out. Yeah, local bookstore if you can. But um, yeah, I'll show you after the, the show. Yeah, so we got a couple of questions, but we need to move on because we're coming up to the interview bit now. But we'll take them questions and handle them in the listener mail in a little bit. So don't worry about that. We'll, we will get to them. But, and I think we need to do a whole episode on composting as well. This seems to be an interesting topic that people are interested in. Mm. That's it. Good, good shit, man. Everybody, it's so easy to do this shit. You know, just it, old food scraps. Just let it compost for a few months and, you know, you'll start a nice collection of compost, put some leaves in there, yeah. some sticks and shit. It builds up over time and you don't have to do anything but put stuff in there and it will do. The but honestly, if you can't do it, like check out your garden store because a lot of them now are selling mm-hmm. big bags of vermicompost. Um mm-hmm. Probably not quite as good as what you can make yourself, but still very good. And yeah. Or local municipalities will often sell that stuff too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You want something super more local. Yeah, keep it local as possible because that's where the microbes come from. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's compost tea, everybody. Make it, use it. It's good for your plants. They'll appreciate it. So do it. But now we have what the fuck was that? Nobody is ever guessing this sound, Monkey. I don't know what the fuck this was. <laughs> sure about that? Is anybody, somebody guess it? I haven't even seen anybody guess, try to guess it over. No, no, it was a difficult one. I think they might have missed it. It was 19 minutes into the episode last time, I think, around it was there. Crazy to hear. I was listening back to the episode myself, and right in the middle of the show, it comes just, there it was. It's like, yep. oh, yeah, I know what yep. that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, here, here's the sound in case you missed it. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Are we gonna let it go? Or gonna, I think we'll let it go. I think we'll let it go. You, what you say, TJ? You got a question? You want to drop a clue or something? Oh no! I said that's a good question. What the fuck was that? 
I sounded like white noise from space. Oh, no. Like the, 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 you know the sound that comes from a star or from a galaxy far, far away. There's no sound in space. <laughs> no sound is, that's right, TG. And it only smells like steak. Don't they, don't they? Did they not pick up? Is it not sounds or signals? Sorry, signals, not radio sound. waves. Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Radio yeah, waves. Sound needs yeah. a medium to travel in, and so there's no air. So. It's my, it's ET phoning home, is what it is. Yeah, Star Trek, all bullshit. You know, can't hear those fucking ships. So. It's a Ross impressed hydraulic mechanism, says HG. Yes, mm. from my Halloween production. Don't forget to put your, your guesses over at Percy's. Don't put them over here. Yeah, I think we'll let that one run for another week and then see what happens. Oh, week after. Yeah, that's a good one, Mookie, yeah. I have to say. Take a guess, everybody. Take a guess. Is there a um, prize? There's a prize? Is there yeah, there prize? is a prize, man. There'll be a prize for this. If anybody yeah, can yeah. guess it, there always is a prize for what the fuck was that? Yeah, well, yeah. We had a proper right guess in a long time. So, yeah. I, I do have to say one thing. That's a lot fucking harder than any of the ones that I picked. It's the hardest one, yeah. Nobody's getting this. It's, <laughs> it's getting easy that. for me. This is the one I'm in right away. <laughs> it's it. Well, oh, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, man. It's a broken stapler sliding across a cheese grater. <laughs> Fuck it. But it's so, it so creative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the interview. Let's do it. So here we are, the interview section. I know we're running just a little bit, but that's cool. So uh, this week's interview was with Phil Monk, and he because I was speaking to Tony Bevington on Facebook, and he's like, "Oh, Phil Monk's been going through some shit too." It's like, what happened? He had his page shut down. I was like, "No way, man! I've got to speak to Phil." So what happened? And then I spoke to Phil. It was like, "Come on the show and tell us all about it, and tell us what the story is." So this is pretty much what that is. Uh, me and Phil just hooked up one afternoon, and he, he told me what had been happening to the WTU, why their Facebook pages have gone. And what the future of the whole uh, WT movement is. So he's tired of it, man. He's tired because this shit, you know, being involved in the cannabis community and, it, and going out there and campaigning and activism and all that shit, it's hard work, man, especially when there's that's trolls out there. All the time. And that's yeah. it. Like the trolls do mm-hmm. fucking get to you eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's do it, man. Let's go through the interview. And it's about half hour long. It's all good shit. And also, there's a lot of cut out there because we spoke about conspiracies. We went down the rabbit hole for a while there. It's pretty cool. So we're going to get Phil back on for a special conspiracy episode. It won't be a main episode because, you know, some people don't like the conspiracy thing. Some people do. If you do enjoy the conspiracy thing, then come and join us pretty soon. I'm going to organize it with Phil. We're going to just talk about conspiracy shit. But if you don't like the conspiracy thing, then, you, you know, you, you don't have to tune in either. We don't want to piss anybody off or rile any feathers or anything like that. There'll be bad science and fucking stupid theories and absolute ridiculous shit that will be said. But it will be fun, you know. So that's going to be coming up in the future. But for now, this is the interview with Phil Monk. Enjoy. Hey, how's it going, Phil? Yeah, it's going, it's good, it's going. <laughs> yeah, it's going. Yeah, I've seen you've had some shit recently, right? Yeah, it's been a little bit, you know. What happened, man? Uh, well, I suppose in a nutshell, I've kind of been trolled to death. Shit. Uh, basically, oh, shit, let me just put my charger. Uh, yeah, yeah cool. um, uh, I mean, you know, I have to rewind to quite a few months ago. I would estimate about 18 months to two years um, it's been going on for this long, yeah. Um, and and you know, seeing as 
these individuals well there they've all blocked me on the social media platform so i i never actually see uh, the trolling and as such the the, the lies and rumors that they spread about me in the wtu um i just very occasionally not quite often enough really uh the occasional true friend crops up and says have you seen what's being said about you over here mate sure. um and uh i think unfortunately a lot of people have, have swallowed the shit so uh, i've come to think you know fling enough shit at a smooth wall and it'll eventually stick yeah, um, yeah. and these people haven't stopped flinging shit for a long time now you know initially um you know, WTU, I'll just recap for any of your listeners that may not know, have a clue who we are like. Um, I started it uh, in 2018 um, with this. Uh, I was angry, like, because of the, the children in the news at the time, um, Alfie Dingley, uh, mm-hmm. Murray Gray and um, Billy Caldwell um, about their epilepsy. And, you know, I've been using cannabis for a long time for pain. Uh, and it just made me angry what was going on. I thought it was a human rights issue and decided to write to every human rights solicitor in the country um, and try and ask them to make a human rights case based on the academic papers that I'd found through about four years down the rabbit holes of cannabis conspiracy, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I got very angry and just asked other people if they'd undersigned to this letter I was going to send to every human rights solicitor. And, you know, the, 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 that's where this concept of we the undersigned came from, because people mm-hmm. were undersigning to this letter I was writing. Mm-hmm. asking for legal representation and for a, a legal professional to help us make a human rights challenge against the government for their what we would call a fraudulent policy mm-hmm. and um it, we gained traction quite quickly um, and we were making movements i've been speaking in parliament and police stations and done protests and it's been quite a, a whirlwind of of one minute i'm just a sick and disabled ex-teacher at home and next thing i'm a flaming cannabis activist <laughs> campaigner like it's like mm. shit how the fuck did that happen to me no and it was no all... alter ego and shit well, it, 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 <laughs> by it day just, <laughs> it, it, it's just um circumstances when i invited people to understand this letter i had no con- comprehension of, of where it would grow to mm-hmm. I, I know completely where you're coming from mate <laughs> you know, idea of the beast i would unleash sort yeah. of thing. and also um i was utterly fucking naive um about uh, the reality of the society in which we live. Um, I actually uh, believed in our healthcare system, our education system, our democracy, our political system, our media. Uh, I believed it all, um, thought it was all uh, true, to use that word in inverted commas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose through my journey, I learned that it isn't true, in fact. Uh, They've been lying to us for a long no time. Fucking illusion. They're lying, they have been, and are still lying to us massively on so many levels about so many things but it's on a next level now as well it's like uh, they're so we'll blatant with that. it we'll, we'll have to come to that one let's get there we've got carry yeah, on sorry if we can please mate. yeah man loads of time take your time uh, mate yeah. loads of time um because um well you know it's got to the stage uh i i anytime i spoke out about anything else other than cannabis i was attacked i couldn't have an opinion about anything else mm-hmm. i had an opinion about um the law changed so it's assumed consent for organ donorship so the state now owns everyone's organs unless you opt out mm-hmm. whereas when i was 16 they put an advert on the telly um showing the merits of organ donorship and i became an organ donor for my whole life until they made it mandatory by law in which case i removed my consent 
uh, because the state should not own anyone's fucking organs. It's a good uh, point. And that's, yeah. and that's my humble opinion. Like, but you know, I expressed that opinion, and people fell out at me and thought I was against transplants, which is ridiculous. I'm yeah, totally yeah. Transplants. I'm just against mandated legislation like but that. But this, this is something uh, I was for when I seen it. I was like, that, that's a good idea. They should do that. But when you yeah. put the, when to you that perspective, it, there, like now the government owns our organs. It's like, yeah, that's a good point. Hold on, I didn't sign up for that shit. No, you didn't. No, yeah. um, and you know. I did sign up for it as an organ donor. <laughs> I was right. quite happy to, um, uh -huh. but the the assumed consent was going to a level too far for me. And I can see from the cannabis research that uh, they are quite sinister many times. But anyway, mm. uh, any any opinion I expressed got me attacked. Um, but this this one person um, who was in our group on social media, Facebook, uh, he joined the group. He actually contacted me. Um, um offering me oils um and you know offering them for free and because i was quite fresh into this position uh, i didn't want to accept that because i felt i was taking advantage of my position if it wasn't for what i was suddenly doing no one would be offering me for oils, so i'm not mm -hmm. going to accept it mm -hmm. like uh and i thought nothing of it actually which that was another sign of my naivety in all fairness um it didn't occur to me that that person might also be doing that to other members within the group right um but you know they're all adults make their own minds up but uh, this person, he, he also messaged me like private messenger, uh, which is now he's since deleted, clever bugger, uh, asking me if I'd give the money raised, because that was the point, see, we were raising a human rights challenge against the government. Mm -hmm. Every solicitor I wrote to, it took over a year to find a solicitor. Every year, every solicitor I wrote to for that year said, it's too expensive, it will take too long, and it's too political. Um, none of them said you haven't got a case, Mr. Monk. None of them said this right. can't be won, Mr. Monk. Just too expensive, too political, take too long. Uh, and they were they were right. It's highly political. It's very time consuming, and they they allege it would cost a lot of money, um, between fifty and one hundred and fifty thousand pounds for uh, the WTU's legal fees to um, raise a declaration of incompatibility between the Misuse of Drugs Act and the Human Rights Act and wow. to take the government to the Supreme Court to, on the body of evidence that we've curated as a community, um, to challenge the government legislation at its very fucking foundation. And I suppose if you're lost, you're paying the government's legal fees too. Well, this is what happened, see, in the first consultations, yeah. they only told us about our fees. Um, and then we gathered this body of evidence, we paid 1800 quid to get the barrister to have a look at it. And, you know, he said it's compelling and it'd be a hard case to win. And if you were unsuccessful, you could set a negative precedent. But aside from mm. that, can you provide security of cost to the court that if you lose, you can pay for the opposition's fees? And that was like, well, we haven't even raised fucking 15 grand for you yet, mate. So well, it's a, Yeah, it's a different story when you're going up against the government. They've well, got all the taxpayers' money in their pockets. Their exact words were, you're going up about the full, you're going against the full power of the state. And they can pull an army of QCs and barristers mm -hmm. charging £650 an hour. So their fees will be astronomical compared mm -hmm. to yours. Democracy. Then, yeah, yeah. I mean, in this country, like <laughs> literally health, um, knowledge and justice are only available to the wealthy. It really mm -hmm. is. You can have a basic level of health and a basic level of, of um, knowledge and justice. But ultimately, true knowledge, true health, true justice. If you ain't got the cash, mate, you ain't fucking getting in. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, again, my naivety. I didn't know all this when I started all this. So this this individual asked me if I would, at this point, we'd raised almost £8,000 um, to pay the barrister through the Crowd Justice fundraiser that we were running at that point in time. Cool. And uh, he asked me if I'd give him the money so he could set up an illegal grow and start selling oils to sick people and make some real money. But obviously you jumped out of that opportunity, didn't well, you, Phil? 
Of course, <laughs> yeah. In the short term, that's great. But in the long term, how does that change the law? And I said, I said, I can't take, I can't do that with the money because I've been receiving it for this campaign for this purpose. I declined the suggestion. You know, I said in the short term, yeah, you could help X number of sick people and maybe make some money, but. We couldn't use that money for the campaign knowingly because it would be illicitly gained money, so we couldn't use that. Uh, WT has yeah. got to remain beyond reproach and not be involved with actual cannabis whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, WT has never had any involvement with um, cannabis itself, mm-hmm. uh, only the legislation and evidence against it. Uh, and so there was no way as an organisation we could become involved in that because obviously we're not here to break the law, we're here to challenge the law. Indeed. Uh, Okay, I, I as an individual, I break it every second of my life. But as an organisation, we have to be on mm-hmm. above reproach. Yeah, so, you, ha- you have to be above exactly, board, don't you? you know, exactly, yeah. Otherwise, the rug will get pulled and nothing yep. will be achieved. Because if so, they come looking, man, you've got to have everything Precisely, clean. precisely. So, so this this um, chap, well, he got a bit cross with me and made some comments and then left the group. And shortly after, started making accusations saying that I'd stolen 10 grand and was throwing the community under the bus and was selling all the data to Robert Jappy, who was the solicitor that eventually represented us, and that he was just an undercover mole for Vault Face, and I was just a, a conservative pharmaceutical Tory shill. Um, and, you know, I've had all these things um, spouted up against me. I mean, this person is anyone that happened to share WTU or promoters in any way, um, he then would message them uh, either under his own name or under the various fake names so you know he, he set these fake names up and other other names as well and i mean, wrote to someone saying you know that my wife left me and the only reason she left me house and kids is because i threatened to kill myself if she didn't you know oh. I mean, yeah wow exactly and how this person might be privy to the personal ruminations of my life and why my wife did choose to move on to a different chapter of her life without me i mean how on earth they think they might be able to have that knowledge and, and go around sprouting such shit. It just, it stunned me when I read these messages from this friend that shared them to me. Um, wow. and, and when this person didn't accept it and said, fuck off, you're not saying that, it's bollocks. They, they turned on them and got quite aggressive um, and menacing. Um, and they've done this with lots of people, even like Tony Bevington, I believe you've had on your show, he was hounded and harassed by this person, um, trying to discredit me and all the rest of it. But even worse, like, because... These accusations have been made against myself saying I was a liar and a fraud and a cheat and stealing fucking sick and disabled people's money. Um, this lady in the group who was, she's not a chartered accountant, but she was a bookkeeper or an accountant or something along those lines. She had experience mm-hmm. with bookkeeping, right? Bear in mind, I'm physically disabled and can't move my arms, so I can't keep books and accounts and all that sort of stuff. So she volunteered to keep the books and... Uh, did a letter engagement, all this sort of stuff, and it was all professional. Came in, I gave her access to all my bank and all my statements, all the PayPal. Gave her access to everything, so I haven't got anything to hide whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she started processing all that. And another chap, I'm not going to mention a name, um, he started offering remote access support to go through the statements with me because I can't even use my own laptop to go through it all and get all these accounts straight and show where every penny's been and gone so these people can't be making these lies about me mm-hmm. and, and stop defaming and discrediting the WTU movement, more importantly. Um, but what this person or group of people did, I, I don't actually know, they then uh, contacted the accountant and uh, harassed her in the same way um, and started telling her these lies about me and, and saying that she was wrong and shouldn't help me and this, that and the other. And, you know, as she's spoken with me, videoed with me and interacted with me, um, she 
didn't feel it was genuine what was being said about me and said she couldn't relate to it whatsoever. I can't remember a specific word. So this person did the usual thing, turned against and threatened them, blocked them. But this time, the, the nasty, sinister people went even further right. They then looked her up on LinkedIn, found out who she worked for, then phoned her employer and then told her employer that she was um, facilitating me with my fraud and theft of sick and disabled people by trying to go through the books to exonerate my name. Um, obviously, her employer Whoa. was like, literally like, and her employer was like, what the fuck is this? So this poor woman could have lost her job, her fucking livelihood, her home, fucking everything, right? Because yeah. this person has got whatever's going on inside their head, right? I mean, it is wrong. Thankfully, the employer was able to be directed to Robert Jappard, the solicitor representing WTU, who was able to verify that, uh, you know, vouch for me, vouch for WTU, the funds, and confirm the funds have been held with him and there is no fraud occurring. Um, and thankfully, this lady didn't lose her job. But it put the willies up and at the end of it, she was like, I cannot have my name associated with this anymore. Yeah, uh -huh. Which is why I haven't mentioned her name. And, you know, I'd, the only reason the name was mentioned was because I was updating into my community group in full transparency, mm -hmm. like I did on a weekly basis. Oh, by the way, we've now got an accountant, a name such and such, she's doing this and this. I got a letter of engagement, which I, I put into the group in full transparency, like I've always done. Uh, and these these nasty people, sinister people, I'm not using the C word, um, went off and tracked her down and then a boss, man. That is beyond reproach. Yeah, man. Uh, and they, what the they, actual fuck? Yeah, literally, mate. The consequences on her and her family's life. Oh, God. So obviously, I feel terrible. Um, and then, you know, uh, shortly after that, so, uh, the, the chap who was helping me, he's an insurance businessman, as it happens. Um, so he had his own private business. He's, he's occupied with his business, can't help support... And it's been basically, I feel like I've been systematically destroyed and everything that we have built as a community has been destroyed and taken from us by this group of people. Um, because not only have they been messaging people, we've also had our social media platforms deleted. We had like three years worth of evidence, history, videos, footage, timelines, 6,200 members all gone overnight. Um, allegedly because we're reported for selling um, uh, controlled and dangerous goods. And, and bear in mind, WTU isn't a selling page, never has mm, been, there's no sales know. whatsoever. Like, um, And it's not, this doesn't happen from one isolated report, but if you've got like half a dozen fake profiles and they're all reporting mm -hmm. the same page, mm -hmm. action will be taken. Um, and we, I started rebuilding a fresh page, people started helping me. We hadn't even got to 300 members and, and they've gone and done it again. Um, and... Um, when I was out dragging myself around Product Earth and Paradise Gardens, two great canner events for folks that don't know them, look them up next year, um, I bumped into, or rather they bumped into me, the uh, lovely team from Dank Dolls. If you haven't seen them, look them up. It's a wonderful glamour mag. Uh, and I spoke, met Kaylee from Dank Dolls and I told her how um, uh, I'd sent her a naked photo of myself in my grow room. Uh, <laughs> because WTU, we were trying to make a calendar-like, you know, yeah, calendar yeah. girls-inspired thing. So, you know, I took a, a photo of myself naked in my grow. Um, with a, yeah, I think I saw the picture. I think so. I have you, a rather suitably juicy cola in the right place. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, she she was inspired by that and said she wanted to make a calendar because they do one every year. And she was going to, first it was 20%, then 50% of funds, proceeds, takings were going to be given to the WTU campaign. Nice. I was blown away like by that. And I thought that's mega. And, you know, that's why I've been to these events <clears throat> to try and get corporate support because mm -hmm. you need it, mate. Yeah. As a group of sick people, we haven't managed to raise the money. Um, and 
in essence, uh, next thing, a week after we lost our second group, um, I can't say this for definite, it may be a coincidence, it may not, but I had a message from the Dank Dolls team, Kaylee, saying that their pages had been deleted, they'd been reported for selling illegal dangerous goods, something which they don't do. Um, and it just seemed too coincidental and too mm. timely for me um, that I thought the bastards, are they just, anyone that's standing out and shouting us, they are attacking and harming in any way they can so that they no longer support W2U, which now makes me feel reluctant to even engage with anyone because I don't want it to cause harm to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's why I say these people have been system- systematically destroying and trolling everything. Um, uh, and, you know, in essence, because I haven't got the physical ability, I can't keep rebuilding and I haven't got the support. I did have a board once, but, you know, several board members have, have either passed away, left because of their own ill health or having surgeries. Some um, have tried to hijack the group and then had to be expelled. Others, uh, well, one was my wife and she decided no longer to be with me. Others have left because uh, of conflict of opinions and they didn't quite agree with opinions on different matters, but could no longer support the cause type thing. So in essence, I've gone from having quite a, a large body of people supporting me with this fight to pretty much feeling quite alone and um, not really able to do anything. I can't really, I can no longer serve the WTU because my body's too broken. Um, I can't do anything uh, and I no longer have the support to help me do it. Uh, So the sad realisation that I've come to and other people have written to me having come to the same realisation is ultimately we've been unsuccessful um, and the odds of being successful, you know, I, I can't drag my body around this country raffling not fucking goods, trying to raise a few hundred quid every month. Um, we'll never get there. Um, uh, so the sad fact is, I think, the the concept of the WTU raising money to go to court, we have to accept defeat on that one, I think. That's fucking shit, man. Isn't it, mate? Um, it is absolutely after, what is it, getting into the fifth year of my life, giving up to it now, seven years overall, I think. Uh, yeah it is shit Um, I mean the only upshot is okay we didn't raise the money but we did build the body of evidence which if you look at www.factcards.co.uk myself Guy Coxall Colin Craig have created all the evidence that we feel challenges cannabis legislation at its very foundation Mm. Um, it's basically what we would use in our defences when they come for us in fact Colin is using it Um, did they come uh, for Colin? Yeah, Colin's represented himself about 14 times. The amount of charges he's defended is is quite profound. Um, he's got Crohn's. Uh, he's used cannabis for Crohn's since pharmaceuticals nearly killed him. Uh, and they basically harass him, if you ask me, because I know he's always going to have cannabis on him, so he's an easy fucking hit. And no right. sooner than he's got rid of one court hearing, he's had a letter drop for another court hearing. He's literally constantly in the ring. Um, and he soon learned, well, he, he currently has a solicitor, but he soon learned, Generally, they don't represent you. They just process you and try and milk you. So he started representing himself, and that's what inspired him to think of the fact card as a challenge card, not one of these ones that is like, oh, I'm sick and dying, please don't prosecute me, but one that actually says, no, your law is false, Mm -hmm. uh, and I remove consent to be governed by false laws. Um, With no idea how well it will work, Uh, it's actually free, um, because it wasn't about making money from people or getting their data. It was just about providing knowledge to people. as an um, Making free. awareness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's literally about, well, um, you know, they, they say they pick off the low-hanging fruit, um, considering like, well, I've told every fucker I grow, haven't I? 
Um, I can't yeah. I can't tell any more people that in fact I've had my local council ask me for a bloody financial assessment for my care package. Um, I've given them my itemized equipment list that shows how much VAT I've paid to the Treasury since I've been <laughs> cultivating cannabis. Awesome, man. But Very I've cool. also, well, they asked for receipts, right? They said, Can we have receipts for medications not provided by the NHS? So I phoned them up. Nice. I said, look, look, drug dealers don't give receipts for cannabis. So I can't give you those. And the NHS won't give it me. And I'm too poor to go private. So I'm providing for myself that which the law allows, but the NHS denies. I said, I've invested my personal independence payment into medical can or cannabis cultivation equipment, and I cultivate cannabis for my own medical purposes. I said, I can't give you the um, cost in uh, the receipts, but what I can, I've, I've calculated how much it costs me per year to provide for my own medical needs in terms of electricity, water, soil, and nutrients for my plants. It doesn't include my cannabis seeds or mm -hmm. my other ongoing equipment, just my running costs. I said, I can provide that for you if you like. And she was silent and she went, oh, <laughs> it's beautiful, um, mate. It's what, what well, they I'm, asked, standing by they asked. I'm standing by my truth everywhere. Right. Everywhere mm -hmm. I go, I'm standing by my truth and my tribe will stand with me or they won't, whatever. Um, but I'm standing by my truth um, and I'm prepared to go to a jury. In, in fact, you know, I want the jury. Uh, and I've told them that when they asked me. <laughs> and um, in theory, I should have been arrested by the end of the week. But instead, they're saying it doesn't look like you're going to have to pay any money towards your care, Mr. Monk. Carry on as you are. Um, and this happened a year ago when they first set up my care. Wow. Because they said to me, how do you manage your pain, Mr. Monk? I said, I grow cannabis upstairs in my spare bedroom. I make tinctures, balms and um, um, can of caps. I put it at my bum. I put it on my body. I smoke it. I vape it. I eat it. I don't think you can imagine with it. And they just look there dumbfounded. Um, and then I told them about the WTU campaign, the website, told them to go and look at all the data we've gathered and told them about how we're trying to take the government to court for our human rights. And they just sat there dumbfounded. They said, right, we need to get social services in to do a safeguarding. I've got my daughter in the house. I'm homeschooling at the time. Right. And um, safeguarding in the next day, social services. And, you know, I gave them the same talk pretty much, completely open, honest. Showed them all my grow room. Showed them it's all locked up. My kids can't get to nothing. Showed them my magic butter machine that's been invented for me to do these fucking things. And, and told them it's only through corrupt, dishonest, lying politicians that I'm even in this situation. Mm -hmm. And if I had money, we wouldn't even be having this conversation because I could just go and pay for it. But I can't. I'm Damn. poor and wow. I'm being persecuted by the law. So, um, you know, let's have a conversation about it. Um, and within 24 hours, they wrote back and said, there's not a safeguarding issue, Mr. Monk. Carry on doing what you're doing. Awesome. Well done, um, mate, for putting up that fucking fight because some people wouldn't have gone that far, you know. Take sheer courage, mate, because they could have taken man. home my children, my liberty mm -hmm. in one foul swoop. In 24 hours, I could have lost everything. But I had to take, well, I call it a calculated gamble, I suppose. And not everyone I've learned, um, um, I suppose, the hard way, where my body is broken and lets me down, my tongue is still able. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and my mind also. And I've come to realise that I might have lost my physical strength, but my mental faculties are there. And it turns out I'm able to talk in a way that other people aren't so fortunate to be able to do. Mm. Um, so not everyone would be able to sit there and tell them that because they wouldn't be able to defend themselves and mm -hmm. they would be walked all over by the services. But yeah. because of uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate through my experiences um to be able to do whatever it is i'm able to do that i took for granted literally until people have pointed it out to me um yeah you're fucking right i'm going to challenge that shit you lying motherfuckers let's fucking yeah. have it you cunts mm -hmm. that's how i feel about it as long as you know you're not doing anything wrong no i'm not mate all i'm doing you know is... don't ever think that you are man yeah. I mean, no. that's it they, they can take you to court and they can tell you that you've done wrong all day long but never accept yeah. that shit say no i've done nothing wrong man you show me where i've done something wrong so you know i'm about to stand by my truth and probably lose a lot of people um so 
that's my next job now uh is i've got to do all this again with a live feed <laughs> <laughs> so um, what, you, you're going live are you to do this uh yeah when are you going live um i'll probably have a joint and a coffee and then go live uh, drop me the link up on facebook and i'll show it on the forum so people can tune in too um i don't know how to do that <laughs> Oh, where, where are you streaming to? Um, it'll be from the WTU public page on Facebook. Send it to you in Messenger. There we go. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm quite sad and depressed about it, but at the same time, it's got to be done. No, it's just the, the next step, that's all, mate. It's, it's, next not, step. Like it's not like I'm quitting yeah. activism. I that's can't right, mate. activism because I can't shut my fucking mouth, can I? <laughs> um, and you shouldn't be. No, I won't be, um, but I'll just be doing it in a different manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll still be helping people with their cases and trying to set precedents from the inside out. Um, but uh, the idea, you know, realistically, this raising money to go to court, well, it's not happening, is it? So, yeah, There's a lot of people on that battle as well. You know, the community is on a lot of different things. We, we all need to come right. together. Oh, you know? Exactly that. Like, and who knows, making this announcement might spark people up. Who knows? Mm, yeah, let's hope so, man. Yeah, I'm sure so, it will do good for some people. So. I hope so. And like I say, I'm not going to stop, like, and I'm, you know, like I say, my council should have arrested me. Instead, they're not. Um, mm. And I, I'll be sharing that in a minute in the feed. And hopefully that will inspire people also. Um, to know what can we do, but try. Um, yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you taking so much time. It's been really great chatting with you, actually. Oh, no, it's good, yeah. man. I appreciate you talking to me, too. It's and, good. It's, uh, and happy although, birthday, man. Happy oh, yeah. for spending time on your birthday to come and talk to me, too. Thanks, man. Fair dues, man. It's well, good it's, shit. I hope you enjoy your day, you know? Uh, I mean, I just, as I said to my son last night on our little trip, I am just happy. That is it. my permanent state of being. I do feel sad. I've had a few depressed weeks after these people have been attacking me, mm-hmm. Dan Coleman, Dave Stevens. But um, ultimately, my choice is to remain happy and not let any of it get to me. That's it, mate. It's, it just uh, can't geez. get too pissed over things you can't control. No, exactly. Control, you know? uh, but... That's why you got to take the small steps you can and change Indeed. what you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've done well, good things, man. It's not like what you've done is has been complete waste. You've brought so much awareness out to so many people, countless amount of, amounts of people. You wouldn't even know how many people you've contacted through the no, WTU it, and the you, amount of people you, you've inspired. You, yeah, man, you're too, totally right. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, it has cost me my wife and my marriage, but maybe she'd have left me anyway, no matter what I were doing. Indeed, um, mate. Indeed. You no, know, um, if she truly loved me, it would have got through it all that anyway. Exactly. So that's what, uh, you know, through sickness and health. Through yeah, exactly. Thick, like, thick and, and thin, mate. Yeah, that's what... no, no resentment to me, me soon to be ex wife. Like, um, <laughs> you know, it's, these things happen. But uh, yeah, it makes it worthwhile um, the sacrifice and the loss and the pain and the suffering for how it has helped other people. Mm-hmm. And I have one or two in mind that spring to mind, but it's. Yeah. It's lovely, like um, it is, man. It's we have it's not, a, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Indeed, man. <clears throat> it's a long way from being over, mate. Yeah, it's a long way from over. But um, we'll we shall see uh, how the next direction is going to be. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you back on soon for a conspiracy special. That'd be cool. You know, yes, that's what secret we'll do. Stream, little secret stream in the background. You know, conspiracy special. Come and join yeah, the Zoom man. room. And then, I know some guys in in specific who would enjoy the conversation very much, man. Well, um, share it with those you feel might enjoy it, I suppose, isn't it? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice one, Macca. Yeah, Mac man. It's, it's always good speaking to you, mate. We'll speak again too, soon. I'll, I'll speak to the people in the community. We'll get you back in soon for a conspiracy yeah, yeah. special. Um, yeah. Not finished and gone. Just got to change the direction and don't know what it is just yet. Indeed, man. Keep at it. And if you need any help from us, give us a shout. 
Appreciate it, brother. Keep yeah, well, man. man. I look forward to when we next speak. You too, bro. Until nice next one, time. Man. Have Take a good care, day, man. Keep Bye-bye. Well. Bye-bye. Hot mics. Hot. Oh, it's hot. It's hot, man. So there we go, everybody. That's Phil. Shit, isn't it? it? Just, you know, the amount of time and work he's put into this over so many years, as he said, sacrificed, you know, his marriage pretty much, the amount of work he put in, the amount he sacrificed for this shit. And then just to have it all ruined by one spiteful person, most likely. Most likely just one person doing all that shit. And that's how much of a difference one person can make. He's like pretty mm-hmm. much destroyed how many years work of this guy unnecessarily nearly got him fucked over that accountant that phil was talking about there phoned up the the uh he had an accountant working for him with the group to try and you know show that all the funds were all clean and shit and then this whoever it was called up the woman's work man it's like crazy shit man crazy shit it's not cool you know you got to think about these people are government plants or something just getting in people's way Too, too much effort being put in Always seems to happen when the group concerned is getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Damn shame. But it's not over for Phil. He's got more plans coming mm, up. Yeah, definitely. We had a great talk regarding like conspiracy and dystopian future and what's what's coming up in the next 20 years and shit. And, it, you know, he goes off well, man. He tells some good stories. I, I like the way uh, he talks about this kind of thing. So we're going to sort of that the uh, conspiracy episode soon, which will be fun. And, you know, we're not going to do it to try and change anybody's mind or convince anybody that, the world is run by lizards with wearing human skin or anything like that. You know, we might talk about that, but it don't mean we believe in that shit. We just think it's funny to talk about it sometimes. And if you like that too, come and join us for that stream. That'd be fun. But great interview from Phil, man. And I know it's not going to be end for him. He's going to be doing much more very soon. So stay tuned for that. But I hope he's all right. It can be hard, you know, suffering something like that. It's a big down or on the mood. So if you know Ooh. Phil on Facebook, or you're in contact with him anyway, make sure you show him plenty of support and let him know about the cannabis community is behind him, whichever way he goes. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll go on to the listener mail then. Are we all ready? Let's do the listener mail. So here we are with some listener mail. We have got some listener mail this week, not, not too many. Right, uh, one of them was, can we use snow in bubble bags? Uh, I don't think that would make too much of a difference, really. So, I mean, it's cold, but it's not cold enough. I wouldn't think snow is. What do you think, TG? You, you're more experienced with snow than most of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. Snow is pretty, like, fine, and I feel like it would melt all day. I don't know. It's mm. You would have to keep adding it, and your water would get too high. And Yeah. Mm. Ice is just easier. Use yeah. Ice. Yeah, so no, that, that one's a simple one. But then we have one. It could be dirty, you know. Get a piss yeah, it depends where the snow's come from. People yeah, yeah, color it is. Yeah. Yeah. To make the snow. If it's yeah. yellow. Yeah. 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 But here's <laughs> one for you, because we often have this debate about uh, filtering or first or last and shit. But this is a little bit different. Um, sometimes I use a shorter roach and half a filter in my dube to try and catch some of the shit from the tobacco. Will the filter reduce the effect of the weed too? I can't nah. say I've noticed any reduction, but it's something I've been wondering for years. I do that sometimes. Sometimes I, maybe I'll use a, a full filter, sometimes half. But it's just it. It's like it smoothens the smoke too much. You know, it's not as hot when you when you inhale it. You know, you don't get the same hit of it when you got a filter on there. And the filter catches 
loads of tar, man. It's just um, ignorance is bliss, I say. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. That's <laughs> why all my filters end up in the bin. <laughs> you know, but you can use a filter if you want to. That's obviously going to be the cleaner way to smoke. But the hit isn't the same. It feels a lot softer. But it's still, it's going to be better for you, no doubt, because it's taken a load of tar and other carcinogens out before it gets to you. That's why cigarettes come with filters generally. Yeah, I don't think it makes any of any reduction on the effect though. But no. I don't know; can't be sure of that. That needs but to be properly tested. Hus Husky has a question there, and I can answer that for you because I highly doubt it because I've seen the size of TG's garage store, and they are massive. TG's garage door. Oh. He said, "The question is, Gosh. if TG's garage door gets frozen, can he piss on it to unfreeze?" Well, there's a few. <laughs> I would definitely need to drink a lot of water because I think it's a 16 foot door. Yeah, so it's a big ass door. <laughs> and also, it depends how cold it is because if it's like minus like 20 or 25 or 30, my piss would probably just freeze instantly, and then yeah, you'd, you'd have ice cold car. God damn, why, why do you live there, man? <laughs> well, yeah. It's not like that's a common thing, though. So it's not something I worry about <laughs> often. Until you need Sometimes. a piss when you're walking the dog. <laughs> yeah. well, seems like a good place, right? <laughs> she pissed the car. Oh, don't piss my garage door. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he'll use, like, you know, because normal people, I know that might be your technique there, Husky, but normal folk, they generally use, like, antifreeze or something. That you should do the actually i have to do that i'm gonna put a bunch of uh, petroleum jelly all on the bottom lip there so it oh no now here goes billy oh <laughs> the, the, jelly. the vaso oh, yeah. <laughs> i've got a serious question for tg okay um oh. this 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 was asked a while back i don't think he answered it might do I don't think so. From Chilbert, um, yeah. From Chilbert, yeah. Yeah. Um, which seed breeder did you use for the Romulan? Oh, yeah. I did, I think, mention that in chat, but uh, it was Next Generation Seeds is where my Romulan and Romulan derivatives have come from. Ah, yes, you did, actually. <laughs> they're, they're out of Edmonton. Romulan Genetics out of Northern Cali, I think, is probably a more pure version of Romulan if I I've never grown them but from what I've researched because I've done a bunch of reading on on Romulan it's one of my favorite fucking ones and that's probably where you should go if you want pure Romulan but yeah it's a that's a weird one but anybody, yeah, next generation uh, seeds anybody want to get that one from Billy <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I don't know if it's a growing technique. It could be a growing technique when you think about it, because it could be grown the 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 orgasm. You could say, maybe, maybe. But the the question Such a violent from fucking description, you know, yeah, flicking the bean. Yeah, it, it, the question was, uh, is flicking the bean a growing technique? It's a. Uh, I don't know. I think more people are doing it, so you know. <laughs> So that could be a growing technique in that way. But... Depends who's doing it. Mm. Who's growing, I guess, right? Maybe mm. it's like a fetish thing. I don't know. Yeah, so we don't know about that one there, Billy. So that one's, uh, we're going to lose that one. A mystery, mate. If you can figure it out, the answer and shit, let us know in the comments below. You know? Dr. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Sue, right? That, she was the sex one that used to be on TV late at night. Dr. Sue, old lady. Answered sex yeah, questions. with the oh, sexist yeah. Yes. Yeah. You should ask her that. 
Yeah. What was that? You need to get her on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was awesome. I used to watch her all the time for no reason. <laughs> yeah, because she was great. She was no bullshit. That's why yeah. people ask all kinds of stuff and she would just answer it. Yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, man. So any more questions in chat there from anybody? I think did I have another one, but I think it got lost in the chat just as we was ending the world guides, we had one. There's a lot of chat here now. I'm looking out for cues. There's one from Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. yeah okay, what's that one? This Is actually could you might be able to answer this, um, Teach, because you have played with the UVBs and the and things from Moigro. So yeah. uh, you want to read the question out, bro? It's it on is, our mind read this. This, <laughs> this could be beyond the scope of the panel, but if I was to use two Moigros UVBs for an hour opposed to one UVB for two hours, would that be too much UVB or would it balance out? I think it would be too much UVB at one time, right? I think I it might be at one time, but mm. Shane was saying when he, when we interviewed him about the UVBs, though, it wasn't the amount that you gave it. It was more the that you gave it an exposure for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So it wasn't mm. more dosage-based than it was yeah. just time exposure-based. It's a trigger, right? It just triggers it yes. to be like, oh, shit, there's lots of UV. Better fucking make some resin. But yeah. the UV light itself actually, like, I can say with 100% experience, because I had them, or I had mine too close to my light, or too close to my plants, they will sunburn the living fuck oh, out of your plants. Yeah. So it's not the that. light that's beneficial, it's it's the it's the plant being triggered by the light. So you probably don't need two, you probably just need one really, really high, just to get a little bit in there, you know? Yep. That'd be my advice. I remember that was like if it was like an x-ray of the fucking plant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were over it. Like you could see the outline. Yeah, give you some pictures of it. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. like, it's like when you fall asleep on your lawn chair in the front yard with your hand on your stomach and yeah. you lift it up. And like over the hand. Hand. Wow. It, was like it was like that poor chick that fell asleep with the mask on her face there. Did you see that a couple of weeks or a couple of months ago? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, Funny shit. Well, then yeah. you might have like get sun cream and write blank on your back. on your flipping. Yeah, yeah, I used to do that to people too, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's always better than that. Get my back. Oh, oh, sure, oh, sure. So I said, anyway, is there any, any more questions? We had Billy's question there. We shouldn't ask Billy for more questions. He always gives us complex ones. <laughs> well, yeah, any more Any more news? I don't know, something? Anything else? Anything? We, go, we move on to the outro. Is there, we, we just throw out a thing that Teej is only, what is it, 15? No, less. He's got 986 subscribers on his YouTube channel now. Yes, so only 14 away. So nice. Only 14 away. So if there's any used to haven't subscribed to te the yeah. Temple Grower channel, Ring just have to subscribe. Ring those bells. <laughs> <laughs> watch them videos because you need to watch time too. He so needs to watch the hours too. Yeah. So make sure you put the, the play. If you haven't watched them all, and if you haven't, shame on you because they're very much, very full of information and a bit of crack. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, where did we go with that? Uh, let's go to the outro. Let's do the outro. Ping. There's the music for us to say goodbye to. There we go, everybody. It's been fun. It's been high on homegrown. We have the the rock paper scissors going on. Make sure everybody gets over there and signs up to the rock paper scissors tournament. 
you don't want to miss this shit. It's going to be pretty cool. So um, what are we saying? Get over and sign up to Percy's if you haven't signed up already. I know there's lots of listeners out there who are not members of Percy's. Come over, check it out. You'll enjoy the place, man. Michael signed up recently and he was a listener and he's come and signed up to check the place out and he, he, he loves the place. He sees that we're all a bunch of friendly people just wanting to enjoy growing cannabis together. Yeah, well, no, no egos or shit. Yeah, no wankers, man. Just I know, I know we rip on each other in the chat, but that's like friendly banter. That's all. It's a good supportive community. And if you're a grower and you don't have a supportive community with you, then come over to Percy's, man. You'll enjoy it there and join the Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament. Even if you do, abandon yours and come to ours. Yes, do that. But don't say that we said do that. <laughs> that's not cool. Uh, I had a question the forum listener mail uh, I didn't get to see it once the show started I don't really go back and check but uh, we, we said we answered that one last week Crichton can yeah. I reuse my 5050 uh, frog fox, fox farm shit you see because I remember doing this last week stuttering yeah. over the words so, so, so same thing were you just too stoned last week Mr. Crichton and you forgot tot, tot. Yes, tisk, you tisk, mm, you're tisk. gonna have to go back and listen to that <laughs> week, <ain't> you mister <laughs> go back and download episode 66 Mr. Crichton now he's gonna go through it again for you now just re-download <laughs> the episode yes and yeah. don't forget, everybody, yeah. share the podcast with all your friends and shit because social media is, they're all dickheads and it's really hard to share and get things out there. You're shadow banned or just don't show anything or blocked altogether. So it's up to you guys to help us get more listeners, man. So get out there, leave the reviews. Don't forget about that review thing, man. That's important. We need to do something about that review on CastBox. And the best way to get rid of it is to swamp it with like 20, 30 nice comments from our, our lovely listeners. That are you guys. So, you know, they just... Find some time to roll a fat one, roll a super fat one, and then sit down on your phone or on your PC or whatever and go to these networks and just leave a nice review for High on Homegrown. We'd appreciate that very fucking much. Nice. Better than making uh, What's It Shorts out of them for top, yeah? What's he saying? Can he use jeans to make fabric pots? Yeah, why not, eh? Jeans? Jeans, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Just the yeah. bird of it, yeah. Huh? Big jeans, man. Get, get some big cheese. Yeah, you know? uh, like, uh, yeah. Those fucking huge puns. Yeah. Yeah, back in the big 90s, days. the skater ones. The NAF. Remember them? Remember that brand? Yeah, NAF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. It's always a pleasure. Don't forget to download more episodes, share with your friends, share on social networks if you can, but no pressure. Uh, become a patron if you can. Keep no an pressure. eye out for the uh, round three. We'll be coming very soon because round two <laughs> of the Squid Game ends tomorrow. You've got about, I don't know, uh, 20 hours to get your entry in before you will be eliminated. Five people left to get the entry in. So sort it out. Get it over there. And then Tug of War is coming after that. I mean, oh, sorry, excuse me. Round three. <laughs> you already gave something away, didn't you? No. <laughs> if you haven't watched a TV show, then, you know, you're at a disadvantage. You should know what's coming up next if you watch a TV show. Just saying. Sort of, but we're savages. Uh, uh, do you know what? I'm going to be interested to see how you pull off the, the round three, if that's what it is. Mm, very, very It's easy. going to be interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure, it's already been designed, and let me tell you, it is savage. It's savage. And it's going to be so fucking tense. 
the whole way through, man. <laughs> you will be ready for that shit. It's going to be fucking epic. And everybody can come and watch it as well because it's going to be fun to watch. Trust us. It's going to be good. And that'll be happening. I was raging. I got it in the fucking... I think, yeah, I think I unlucky. Round, but we'll do like, this in the after party. We'll talk about that. Let's just oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so do that, everybody. Download, blah, 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 blah. And we'll see you next week. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, everybody say goodbye. That's it. Let's do it. Slam, folks. Goodbye. 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 Goodb